Hello and welcome to Press F for Football. This is episode I have lost count and we are with uh, Adil Sharif, our new guest for this week. Uh, he is a fellow Manchester United fan and uh, I think uh, must be pretty happy about the way the season is going for you as a fan, as a Man United fan. What do you say? Uh, first of all, uh, thank you Kaushik and Navin for having me on the show. I'm delighted to be yeah, here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I am quite ecstatic about what's happening uh, around the club right now. Uh, the mood is pretty high. Yep. Uh, the what is it? The opportunities are also knocking at the door, and uh, I feel pretty good. And uh, Navin, are you feeling the same way <laughs> about the season uh, for Liverpool? I uh, look take nothing away from Man United. Yeah, they they fooled every single. other fan in the start of the season when they lost like a couple of games in a row or something and they were like languishing in outside the top 4 but after that it's just been win 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 i mean their form away from home is pretty good but liverpool i don't know man we can't catch a break but we're catching injuries like we're catching the common cold like it's it's just sad at liverpool right okay. so let's see Yeah, but uh, actually, did we have Manchester United in our top four when we predicted in the first episode? I guess we didn't, right? No. I said Wolves were going to be in the top so top six. I guess I said Wolves are going to be in the top six. I think you had Manu <laughs> on fifth or fourth, if I remember. Yeah, but uh, I never expected, at least you know, uh, United to be on top uh, three points clear. I, and uh, most united fans would feel the same way about the catalyst uh, that's you know uh, the reason for their for performance this season and i think um, it's just uh, bruno fernandes has been playing really well uh, his consistency i mean ever since joining uh, manchester united uh, last last january or last winter yes sorry the, uh, it's been one Yeah, last winter, and uh, it's what it's almost been uh, like a season's length of uh, games he's played, and he's scored 19 goals and 14 assists in 35 games. So that is 34 goal involvements in 35 games, and wow! I mean, that's numbers to be, you know, that's Cristiano Ronaldo level numbers. Yeah, I like. I think when um, he first came into the United team. uh he was like a catalyst for you know making them reach that third position last season right um the ways that he changed the club so far i mean no, not taking anything away from uh i hate to say it dude but like i think ole has <laughs> actually like pulled a fast one on all of us like ole has i don't know he's done something and then he somehow rejuvenated this side and they're getting results Um, Bruno, yeah, talisman for sure. Um, he's been. Spectacular. What do you think about Bruno, uh, Adil? Uh, see, Kaushik. Every time United, if you look looking back in history, every time United, you know, felt kind of a slump, there is they always bring in one special player. You know, your Cantona's, your Wayne Rooney's. That uh, you know, these these are the type of people who are born leaders, and they make everyone else. Robin Van Persie. Robin Van Persie, exactly. So these are the players who make each and every person in the team tick. So we've been needing that kind of a player for a long time. You know, it's it's been a long time coming. To be to be fair, uh, he's the player we thought Pogba was gonna be. 
when Pogba came in for around 80 million, 85 million, so we thought that he would be the person who would make everyone tick. Yeah, and the recent criticism of the ownership of Manchester United, uh, do you think this was one good move from the owners? I mean, in looking at the specific move and decision made by the Manchester United board, or whoever made the decision. I mean, it was a really good decision to get him in the first place, right? I think Woodward would have made the decision, right? I mean, like, he's had uh, a number of dodgy or questionable transfers. But I think Bruno is like a gem in the sand. Like, he's like a diamond. He's, 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 putting, he's putting up numbers. Like, what kind of goal return is 19 yeah, 19, goals, dude? Now, 34. 19 goals. Since he joined, 19 goals and 14 assists in 35 games in the Premier League, at least. See, the thing, uh, uh, the thing that's something different about Bruno is even when he's not in his best, you know, best form, he manages to find at least one assist. I mean, he must be having the worst day of his life. A day, but on the pitch he at least he returns at least one assist. I think that is kind of the dedication. You know, the, we had to find dirty goals, so uh, uh, we find teams who clinch titles. They find to they find a way to you know to gain dirty goals. I think that has been uh, an improvement towards this United uh, United side since last season. I think he's that kind of player who makes um, the players around him play better. Yeah, could you say that? Because um, look at the number of goals and assists that he gets. Right, like uh, it's not only goals or it's not only assists. He plays well and makes the people play, uh, the players around him play better. Uh, in that sense, I think you know, like you said, Manchester United he probably badly needed a player like that. Uh, after uh, an influential player, maybe like the, la- the, la- the last influential player, hugely influential player for Manchester United was probably Robin van Persie, and I mean, after that, uh, Bruno Fernandez probably comes. Hands down, hands down. Him being an enabler, like kind of has to be the understatement of the year. Yeah, yeah, he's won the the Premier League Player of the Month award four times in a calendar year, being the record holder. You know, like he he just once he won it uh, for December, so he's the only Premier League player to have won the award four times in a calendar year, which speaks volumes with how his performances have been. And it's his first calendar. Yeah, and also COVID, it just it just like. Null and voided most yeah. of the year. So, wow! Considering uh, everything, like he's been, he's been yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, it, it, it's it's not early in the season. Um, it's uh, after the Christmas break and the New Year's break, and it's the 17th game week basically, or 18th game weeks have been done, and it's going heading on towards the 19th game week. Uh, Manchester United have probably put out a statement saying, "Yeah, we are not, to, you know, there to uh, be fighting for fourth or third or something like that. We want to win this." And yeah, I think uh, nothing better than topping it uh, in the 18th game week is uh, a better statement. Uh, also, uh, talking about uh, you know a player uh, put having an impact on the team. What about uh, Rashford? No, I think I think Rashford has been like a pretty. Um, he's been a force, yeah. Like I think most people. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Even Martial had like a good uh, few games, a good few run of games. Rashford as well. Like I think yeah. uh, some of the important goals Rashford has popped up and scored, um, where United really needed some deadlocks to be broken. Even Paul Pogba, like the last game week as well. 
most of the players have been hot and cold but uh, uh, the consistent one being bruno fernandes and the other players being hot and cold at the right times i think just propelled them forward see uh, talking about rashford like in my opinion i think uh, rashford's most important and most significant quality is his confidence so if you look at these games which yeah. have been a snooze fest you know uh, for example take like the wolves game you have you need a kind of player who's confident enough to take those risky shots Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's willing to shoot the ball when the op- the obvious logical reason was to pass? So I think risk taking needs a lot of confidence. I yeah. think he has that confidence while he's on the pitch and while he's off the pitch too. Many footballers, you know, it's... they can't even dream of the things he's he's been he's been doing off the pitch too. So I think it takes immense confidence yeah, yeah. in oneself. Yeah, immense confidence and you know. um the fact that uh, you're not just a footballer but also part of the community and you know he's just uh, using his uh, platform influence. using his image to influence and plat- uh, you know uh, ability to uh, make a change in the society is yeah like you know you said right uh, how players don't take the risks for certain sh- shots or dribbles or you know certain players of the game like if you if some other players who do take the risks are the ones that we've been talking to two names that we've been talking for the past decade messi ronaldo and probably other few other players that you can name on like on the just just from the 10 fingers in your hand so there're not many players who can do that i think rashford is up for still very young uh, is up for some a lot of success in his career so let's move on to the the coming game week i think it's a pretty important game week considering the top 2 are clashing um united versus liverpool um uh, i am i'm going to i'm just going to put this out there i think that either liverpool are going to get turned over and uh, down from behind or liverpool are going to put out a statement um and i'm i'm kind of you know leaning towards us getting thrashed because united are just on form and liverpool are simply not what do you think are uh, navin uh, yeah what i think is that see going into uh, game week uh, the coming game week i would say the top 2 on the table the, their priority is to not lose mm-hmm. i i wouldn't think the managers care too much about winning i would say they would prefer not yeah. losing over not winning that's very well put i guess but i uh, i think you know um also thinking about it in a different perspective once if uh, if if i think manchester united would just want to put a strong foot like between the door and uh and be like you know no like we are there we are pretty strong we are title contenders and go like six points clear yeah i mean that's that was also i don't think um, i mean yeah after having poor uh, recent seasons i don't think it's probably very easy for them to do that and that against liverpool even though not having the the best players on the pitch um it, they're a very formidable team you know uh, it's not very easy to defeat them but uh, putting a statement is out i think they would they would they would go out for putting a statement because it is a slightly weakened liverpool team 
I think uh, this is the best chance but, uh, United have of beating Liverpool. Exactly, exactly. At least for the past three years, I think this has been this has this has to be the most you know go grab it out of the door kind of opportunity that Ole has. And is it's 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 in Liverpool's home, right? It's Liverpool versus United. See, yeah. that's the problem I have. See, that is the only state of confusion. It is Liverpool's home. It is and field. It's the fortress. I mean, I, 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 God knows with how no long. Fans. No, no, it doesn't. Ma- it doesn't matter. Anfield is a brand. It, God knows how long has it been that any team from the Premier League has won there. And Some see, two or three it's, years. It's the same. Two or three years, probably. Yeah. See, that's 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 coming back to the statement. Is it an unfo- uh, unstoppable force or an immovable object? United, United have a amazing away streak going on the season, and Liverpool have an amazing home. Streak also for the past two to three years. So only time will tell what happens. Which streak gets broken first? Yeah, but yeah, like uh, putting into account what Kaushik said and how um, this is an opportunity for United to go six points clear on top of the table against Liverpool, who are the champions of England. Man City having two points in hand as well. I mean, two games in hand as well. Oh yeah, let's, how let's important not sleep do you on think? Man City too. Man City have one game. Let's not sleep Man on Man City. Man City have one game in hand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, but how important do you think this game, this particular game, is for the season? Yeah, I think this is one of the title deciding games, like hands down for sure. See, yeah, and even if it's like that, you know, uh, just I think eighteen game the... weeks later. And see that see that that's that's the other perspective this premier league season it is not quite predictable i think yeah. uh, the top 3 might uh, can be a little predictable i i think the top 3 is probably uh, liverpool city and united in to- any order i'm not sure which order but i think these three will be the top 3 teams mm-hmm. and what do you yeah. predict the scoreline will be in fortress anfield against unstoppable united <laughs> Uh, okay, I wa- I don't want to be too optimistic because I don't want to jinx it. I have uh-huh. this uh, kind of a superstitious <laughs> thing going on. So uh, I would say uh, probably one one. I-, I don't see any of the team ke- any uh, either of the team keeping uh, clean sheets. So I'd probably go for one one. Any s- yeah, any specific scoreline? Yeah, one. Uh, one. I mean, uh, scorers like uh, specific uh, scorers. Scorers. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I think that Cavani has a pretty good. Uh, uh chance of scoring in anfield i mean he is pretty good in movement and ah. seeing that the center backs in liverpool are both injured the main center backs i think cavani has a decent chance so i think uh, cavani will score and uh, for liverpool uh, united have been horrible in taking set pieces uh, defending set pieces uh-huh. so i would say um, for menu ah well if he does score then it'll be at least one person who's happy or at least the whole liverpool fan base because for me no mane I mean, they I, can't I, seem to score right now well, okay i think I'm, it's I'm going to be the most i think it's going to be the most unlikely of scorers who's going to score i i mean i'm keeping my fingers crossed yeah i i, I think it's just going to be uh nil uh, nil till 90 plus 4 and then bruno fernandes scores a penalty and then i knew <laughs> this joke was coming <laughs> <in> somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I knew this. No, I, I, I know. You know, I, no. No, but this takes us to our next topic. Yeah, this takes us to the next mm-hmm. topic. I mean, uh, recently, I don't know if Klopp said it seriously or Klopp was uh, joking or. Uh, but I, I didn't listen to the interview or see the interview, but yeah. I heard the saw the transcript, and Klopp was complaining about how uh, Manchester United gets a lot of penalties. I think they got twenty penalties since the start of the year or something like that, or start of the season or. What is the stat? I'm no, not no, really no, sure, no, but no, they no. got a lot of penalties. See, um, the most penalties this season, Leicester. Okay, 
second is united and liverpool third but liverpool and united the difference is one what uh, klopp meant was uh, liverpool since uh-huh. the time klopp had joined has uh uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah has got like significantly that. less number of penalties than man united um and uh-huh. that that was the stat he was trying to like point out this particular season i mean there have been some controversies uh in favor of man united but like it's 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 on the edge dude like you know you ask certain people then but in general like i think see i think in the in general like i think yeah go ahead see uh, considering the the premier league atmosphere right now i think mm-hmm. in the past few years uh i think the the refereeing in the premier league it's i think it's one of the major impact about all this penalty drama that's happening so the yeah. refereeing decisions i think it's uh, you know persuading managers to encourage their players to win penalties as much as they can so yeah. ultimately uh, this is the score line that matters so it's not the way you score you you can you can uh, you can score one nil you can win one nil you can win two one but uh, winning is the one that the managers you know ne- uh, need to pursue that's that's what their job is on the line for you know being a premier league manager is it's, it's a risky business you don't uh, give results you're going to get sacked very soon so i think these managers have put this pressure on the players to win as much penalties as they can you no know, we're not seeing this trend on just united we've we have been seeing this trend all over the premier league you know be it spurs be it wolves be it leicester i think uh, you know coming forward the the ratio and the rate of penalties being given i think is going to increase more than this one in my opinion but i mean talking about uh, you know uh, managers getting sacked quickly right like you were saying how uh, managers have it's not easy being a premier league manager exactly exactly um so, so what do you think i mean uh, do olegana solskjaer was almost probably going to get sacked with mauricio pochettino on the sidelines uh, but now he's who's joined psg we'll, we'll get on to that later but uh, mauricio pochettino pochettino was off for without a job for a year and i think there were so many rumors of united trying to get him and did i uh, united do the right thing by keeping uh, ole okay uh, see to answer your question kaushik see uh, i have been a very big critic of ole I'll, i i have to admit it so i have been a very big critic of ole uh-huh. especially during the champ uh, during the champions league fixture we had with uh, rb leipzig i mean a few of the decisions uh-huh. uh, you know it didn't go through our way this uh, you know how can a person who has defined his career by by you know getting subbed in and making a difference not make any subs so those are the questions that go through <laughs> in every united's mind uh, you know in some of his matches and then i look back i've seen and i see united's form fixture last year and i compare it now you know in all aspects looking at the transfer strategy man management and most importantly and most underrated of all media management we all know how media was when mourinho was the manager i mean the media was in shambles i mean he he was a bait uh-huh. uh, the media they, they used to bait mourinho into making statements we all know the you know uh-huh. the infamous respect 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 dilemma oh, that yeah, happened yeah 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 can't forget <laughs> yeah. that yeah so yeah <laughs> yeah so i think media management and all those things that ole has been he's been doing so far good the only thing i have problem is a few of his game has been mismanaged i think i mean he had he has mike fillin and he has michael carrick all his backroom staff and i think that is one aspect of his game i would like him to improve and uh, coming to the matter of being ole in or ole out i would rather say i am manchester united in so it doesn't matter who's the man on the job oh, yeah, i would yeah. I, this guy is on pakka united yes. fan <laughs> yeah staying on the fence come on 
Jealous. See, see, that's it. You know, going to Twitter, going to Reddit, we have all the uh, Ole in, Ole on stands going on. So, right. uh, you know, looking, you had to take a, you had to take a few steps back and look at a, look at this club as a whole. So, yep. any manager who, who you know brings back United to the old ways is in for me. So, right now, Ole is doing it. So, I am Ole in. Yep. And okay. and if and, and uh, if he underperforms later on and is not up to par, then I'm Ole out. How many games will that take? How many underperforming performances do you need to be your layout? I mean, see, I would wait. See, I would uh, realistically, I would wait until he gets a proper right winger and probably mm. wait a season after that. Yeah, probably. I think yeah. Ole. Uh, I don't know. Like, even um, I think the gripe with Manchester United is that people feel that yeah, some people feel that their form is pretty good. All right, but can they carry the form? Can they maintain this level of consistency? Can they go the second half of the season the same way that they tackled the first, minus the the first few games, obviously? But that is the question mark that Ole has to, you know, manage. And I think that's going to be the the pressure point where he'll be under tons of pressure. His job is for now safe, like you said, but uh, it will be scrutinized coming, you know, in the next few months where. Uh, fixtures just keep coming and coming. He'll have to perform in the Europa League as well, and uh, we'll have to see if United can keep the consistency up. But yeah, I I get it. Uh, Ole so far, he's proved his doubt is wrong. That's for sure. And yeah, and actually, like the team has also been very uh, fluid. I think they're connecting well with each other. Chemistry looks pretty good. Uh, like De- in goal, De Gea as usual for the past. Eight years now. If this has it been like eight, yeah, coming back, talking about De Gea, Kaushik. If there's one player who deserves yeah. a Premier League title than any other United player, it has to be De Gea. I mean, he, this person yeah, has survived through he, the Van Hal era, through the Moyes era. He's basically carried us out of relegation multiple times. So I would, I would, I would be pretty happy seeing him lift a title for once. There was that one season where he was incredible, and then the past few seasons haven't been kind to him. Uh, in even during national football and World Cup, he wasn't the best. He didn't have the best time. But like like I was saying, like the team has some fluidity. Like you know, uh, playing uh, with uh, for, with the central focal point of Bruno Fernandez, surrounded by you know either Martial, Rashford, and Cavani or. Any, a different striker, uh, any other striker. I think who who, who used to play uh, more when Cavani was not there. Uh, Igala used to play, uh, and and uh, Greenwood used yeah, to. Yeah, Ig- yeah, Mason Greenwood, and so yeah, they they shift between Martial, uh, Mason Greenwood, Rashford, and Edinson Cavani, and uh, in the double pivot of. Matic and Scott McTominay and Donny Van de Beek is never going to get played <laughs> with the form they are in and probably Pogba also Pogba is also playing uh, been playing really well in the past few um, game weeks and uh, he also put out a statement saying that he's not going to leave anytime soon if I'm not wrong and the back four at least the wing backs of uh, with Shaw and or uh, Telles and the uh, right back with uh, Van Bissaka, right? I mean, they've all they're all working very well. The the, the centre backs are changing pretty frequently. I think Lindelof is a mainstay, but uh, Lindelof and Maguire are a mainstay, and Eric Bailly plays here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with uh, uh, we also have uh, uh, Tuanzebe also coming in as a backup. 
and uh, Lindelof has been he's been having back problems so i think for now i think the starting uh, center back pairings is uh, uh, bailey and uh, maguire paul pogba is a very curious huh. case isn't he i mean uh, his manager um. or his uh, agent came out saying that he's uh, definitely going to leave <laughs> and uh, one or two game weeks later man is scoring like a volley against west brom or whichever aston villa i don't know which team he scored against when that i think was... i think people have i think people have underestimated you know uh, tra- uh, transfer market pogba you know for a long time you know as soon as the transfer market starts uh, pogba turns to zidane <laughs> Yeah, so, that uh, <laughs> goal was very Zidane-esque. It, it was so, an amazing goal. Yeah, es- es- especially with the zebra jersey. I mean, I think that yeah. reminds him of his Juventus days. So, channeling yeah, his uh, inner Juventus. Inner Juventus uh-huh. right there. Maybe, is, yeah. do you think that's like a love letter to Juventus, that goal? I don't know. Do you? What do you think? Because this whole situation, it's like, from his agent, it's this. From Pogba, it's this. It's so... you know conflicting what do you think do you think pogba see, is going to uh, be a, a united player see the thing uh, okay first of all mino royala uh, royala i think he is he's been major influence between the relationship between pogba and united i mean the modern day football has given the agents too much power you know before uh, the agents used to be employees of the player and now uh, agents have much more of an influential role in a player's life So uh, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I don't know if Pogba is seeking advice from uh, Mino, or if uh, Mino is advising Pogba. You know, X Y Z do this do that. But for now, you know, Pogba is, is a United player. I think uh, he has a maturity to not listen to all this transfer buzz, and I think he he is he does his best to focus on his game. Uh, here and there, he must have inconsistencies. I mean, every player has his on days and off days. and uh, i think uh, now is a uh, better time than ever to take uh, take charge about the situation and play his best game and with uh, with pogba matic and uh, mctominay playing those two uh, defensive midfield roles uh, three of the alternating and donny van de beek almost being like a second option substitute i mean after being bought for what 35 million pounds something like that and uh, he is being made to sit yeah it's like a new <laughs> sign i remember seeing your story on uh, story on uh, instagram for the name of your son donny van der beek so he never gets played huh? uh yeah see that was uh, that was kind of a joke see the, uh, the other thing is that you know looking at the minutes i think uh, you know you have to look at the cup minutes too uh, if you look at uh, phil foden from uh, city and what pep has done with him so easing someone into the starting 11 is not a easy task i mean some players kind of click you know like bruno they can you know they directly incorporate this person into the starting 11 but uh, some people coming from other countries they need time to settle in so uh, some players yeah. they they play uh, under 21s some players play cup games and uh, as we have seen uh, uh, van de beek is playing cup games he is being you uh, know his uh-huh. talent is as high as ever his ceiling is also quite high and i think he's 22 23 and he still has a lustrous career going forward so uh, you know i am taking a chill pill right here and i think he'll be he'll play much, much of a important role in united's future going forward and uh, talking about united's future amad diallo what do you think about him amad diallo oh finally we get a right winger so no when you talk about amad diallo <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is oh finally 
the rw you know whenever uh-huh. uh, whenever i see united's average position you know uh, after every game uh, there's this void that have that you know that occurs in the field in the right side so we just have van pisaka a single lone player coming to the right and finally the void can be filled i don't know if he is going to directly come into the starting 11 i think he might play some reserve games and uh, you know uh, ease into the squad and uh, we'll see what happens he has been rated pretty high i mean the scouts have uh, you know uh, dubbed him uh, messiesque in his dribbling oh. <laughs> i mean it's pretty high I mean, praise for that messiesque is being yeah messiesque is being pretty being used pretty uh, often right now like we were talking about how fabio silva was probably cristiano esque or something mm-hmm. <laughs> when and he hasn't been performing very well I think he scored a goal today uh the Wolves game but see that that yeah. brings me back to my point uh, you know the premier league and easing into the you know the the kind of uh, play which manages play the more physicality the more brutality of the game here you know some people some players yeah. have some uh, some players don't have it some players ease into it so i think individuality yeah. also needs to be taken into account you know while uh, while you know assessing a player's talent aha and uh, yeah so europa league i mean the uh, what do you think about their run of form in the europa league see probably i think that uh, ole only focusing more on europa league at least in the you know the earlier stages of the europa league so i think he'll be putting okay. forward his uh, second team uh-huh. because since the, they I have i think they're going to play real sociedad yeah ah yeah they're going to play a spanish team Yeah, Real Sociedad, who have been looking pretty good, but uh, I think their forms are on. Yeah, their form is a little um, down right now. They've, I think, they've slipped from the top of the table. They're now uh, all the way in fifth, actually. Fourth or fifth. So, yeah. Yeah, I Spanish mean, teams have but, always been. Uh, Spanish teams have always been United's kryptonite in the Euro in European games. So I am pretty interested to see what happens. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. I think they came. Didn't Sevilla Sevilla kick them out? In the oh, last oh my God! I I I I get PTSD hearing uh, Wasim Benyedder's name any time <laughs> in my lifetime. <laughs> I think a lot of FIFA players also. I think he scored yesterday. Yeah. I think he scored yesterday for Monaco. I heard Wasim Benyedder scores for Monaco. Oh my God! The Champions League. Oh. <laughs> I think it's okay, yeah, but yeah, but you got you've got like a nice viewpoint over there about like people you know, easing into the Premier League in uh, Europa. Yeah, we were talking about that, and um, okay, um, big uh, transfer news. I think Haaland. There was some talk about Haaland maybe coming to United. No, I heard how, how, something. What uh, is the verity of that? What do you think about the? No, I would love having Holland. I mean, his uh, goal-scoring, you know, threat, his dribbling. You, you see his goals. Every one of the goals has so much technicality, uh, so much talent, and his finishing is absurd, absurd finishing. I would love. To I have think him here. defenders are just. Yeah, I think defenders are straight up scared of Holland. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. They are. They have a phobia <laughs> towards him. I mean, you you see this person, you know, marching towards you. This this Viking kind of a person, and uh, you know, he's very intimidating person. And, and uh, he's 19 or 20. And he's 19, and the shots have venom in him. And uh, as usual, he has very high ceiling. What do you think United are missing right But, now? Uh, that they should look into the transfer season, if not uh, in January, uh, in the summer at least. 
uh, Naveen, I think Ole has put out a statement saying that they won't be, you know, looking out for recruitment during the winter this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are more focusing on offloading certain players. Really? Okay. So, I think Forsemans has already gone to Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, so, I think that's uh, a very good deal for Leverkusen. I think Forsemans, uh, when whenever he was uh, thrusted into the United team, even though he was very inexperienced, he he was able to like do a job at least. Yeah, he was a, he was a good servant to the club. He was a very good servant to the club, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, see, uh, looking at the competition, he wasn't uh, you know uh, uh, essential uh, to the squad which we have right now. But I think he would do uh, pretty well for uh, Bayern going forward. And, uh, so, do you like the the, the shape and the the players that you have right now in United? Do you do you see that this team is I think now uh, with the addition of Amar Diallo, your right winger? They're fine. No? Uh, you know, taking uh, Ahmad Diyal out of the question, I think we have a pretty decent squad without him too. And uh, I think uh, more, I think it's a manager's job to work with what they have got. Uh-huh. Uh, we didn't have a right wing winger, so we went for a two-four-four diamond, and uh, that has been uh, doing pretty well. I mean, the double pivot has been uh, working out for us. And uh, the vers- the versatility or the versatility of our forwards also has been helping us. us. Our lack of right winger is obviously you know felt during our wide in the right area. Uh, Van Bissaka, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. almost it's, it's it's a bit skewed, right? The formation is a bit skewed. Uh, 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 I don't think Shaw comes ahead as much as Van Bissaka does. No, I think uh, Shaw comes more than Van Bissaka, and Van Bissaka has not been much uh, you know proficient in. Crossing, and uh, he's, yeah. he's amazing defensively. Yeah. But uh, going forward, I think the link-up between Shaw and Rashford in the right wing, I think it's uh, you know, it, it's been pretty good. And uh, seeing uh, Bruno Fernandez, and sometimes Pogba also comes in the uh, left wing. The triangle between Rashford, Shaw, and Pogba also have been working for us. And uh, it it it, okay. it basically. Uh, it depends on the opposition team and how their tactics work out. It depends on the game day, the conditions, and uh, looking at COVID, we know we don't know who's affected, who's not affected. You know, at the, yeah, uh, today yeah. evening there might be a game or tomorrow it might get cancelled. So it all depends on adaptability. So okay. So anything goes. Finally, right now. about Manchester United. Finally, about Manchester United. Hmm. Um, your predictions for their season? Do you think this is just uh, this them? This is just the squad overperforming, or it's an actual turnaround from like probably a, pa- a run a few uh, run of poor few seasons? Yeah. Uh, see, okay. Uh, talking about the first few game weeks this season, if you look back in the previous season, uh, the teams which have gone deep into the European fixtures, you talk about Liverpool, you talk about United. These teams, uh, they have a very, they had a very slow start to the Premier League. Uh, they did lose a few games. They didn't, uh, they didn't look like they bought the shooting boots or the running boots to the team. And after a few game weeks, and especially this first match, the six-one thrashing, that's when uh, the United <laughs> yeah. they got a reality check. So that game has been immense. I, I have to thank Mourinho for that. <laughs> so I think uh, of all the people are former managers, I think I have to thank him too much. He's been he's been giving us the W even after he leaves United. So yeah, comments to Mo Mama for that. So yeah, yeah. After that, I think it's been a bounce back. Uh, you know, uh, I think the players thought that the only way is up. So that mentality has been uh, you know uh, entrusted into the team, and uh, yeah, looking forward to a good season. 
Okay, uh, moving a bit uh, from Manchester United and into other teams in the Premier League. Uh, Liverpool. Uh, I mean, what do you think? Few words. Um, it's it's it. They do they do they still believe that they are the absolute outright contenders or you know the uh, contenders or they are just I don't know. Like the last game, we've we've gone three straight draws now. Okay. So three straight draws that's what three points no 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 two two draws and a loss so two points from a possible nine that is not title winning form <laughs> um and i think yeah. we are i think the fact that we are only three points off top and we have to play united next it it is it is the possibility of a reality check because this game is season defining for liverpool i think and more than you know a draw i think we need to win because um so far the season it's been riddled with injuries like to keep key players um it's like we've been on the receiving end of war uh controversies as well more times than on the you know positive end and like it's it's really a testing season and i don't know it it might be one of those seasons where we just say you know what we've given it our best but like Uh, this time our best isn't good enough because like you know factors that they can't control i think liverpool they can they salvage But, the uh, season yeah if we win a trophy um outside of the league sure if we finish in top 3 top 2 i will be i will say that is a successful season but will we win the season i, I don't know um i think maybe second or third place city also they're looking like they're picking up form uh it really depends yeah. it really depends on on the coming but, game but i think uh, the players players in liverpool who who can make a change in the team yeah like who can uh, like like players like bruno fernandes for united like players like that for liverpool have not really been been able to play consistently or or just they are just out of form nah the, and or also they're injured because diego jota who's been on fire yeah yeah is injured Yeah, and how long is he injured for i think he might injured be injured for, for the next month as well like it uh he's he's been on an injury layoff for a while we see that's yeah, tiago uh, van dijk just came back and that's I the thing like all of these players yeah who are just coming back they need bedding time with the team and then yeah that's the thing dude like it really depends on how this next game goes and if liverpool can pull their socks up and get a few good results in and get lucky with the remaining injured people like imagine having two of your first choice center backs joe gomez and virgil van dijk injured for the rest of the season that is what liverpool are facing right now. and i don't think that's was you know a and i think the news uh, about uh, i think the liverpool i think one of the other factor is mani being out of form i mean he has been on fire for the past season and uh, i think this season he has not been up to mark i mean compared to salah i mean that is uh, he oh yeah to, that's the second know, part of standards. this whole liverpool problem like on top of the injuries the forwards they're not performing and maybe it's because we're playing henderson and fabinho in uh defense and we're having a different midfield and because it's a different midfield it's a different service but that doesn't it can only like give you enough excuses like the front three they're not performing as well as they can even though salah is like the third top scorer in the league right now or something mane hasn't been performing well uh he's on like a six or seven game uh streak where he hasn't scored 
Camino maybe two or three game streak where he hasn't scored after scoring just one goal in maybe five eight, five six games. I don't know. It's 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 just a weird time for Liverpool. Somehow we're second, three points off top with a possibility of going top of the table. But because yeah, it just depends. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moving on from Liverpool to Manchester City, they're slowly I think picking up the pace. Yeah. And uh, a game game in hand, and I think they're. Uh, uh the the game in hand and uh four points off the lead and i think yeah i mean you can expect some of the teams united or liverpool to slip up and city could lead the premier league anytime soon and yeah slowly the kevin de bruyne and phil foden in that midfield is really out of the world uh, phil foden's almost playing uh, number 9 some of the times uh pep you know reinventing players like like always like you know he 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 like he, he's playing Phil Foden's like technically playing the number 9 role almost See, almost all game i think that chelsea game See? man city versus chelsea yeah, but, de bruyne was playing number 9 uh, yeah. for some time like he was the furthest man forward and it was like a tactical masterclass it was a schooling that that game really showed the gulf in class between chelsea and man city like it was just control from yeah, the 3-0 win yeah it was domination like chelsea couldn't See, get away that's what that's what experience does experience they, they, it provides adaptability i mean i don't think lampard came prepared you know expected yeah, I, I mean, kdb like, to play just, false just think, nine no they don't have yeah. both their first strikers hezu and kunaguero uh, uh, and they play they played so well like they it's not, it's not like it's not like a striker played in the team but they somehow survived that and still scored them Yeah, this is something we can come to expect of Pep, you know, like uh, playing a team full of midfielders. I mean, Fernandinho is now a center back. Um he's played the Bruyne, De Bruyne everywhere. <laughs> the front line like uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Ederson somehow manages to like, you know, pop up in midfield, ping a few passes like he's prime Steven Gerrard or something. I don't know, man. Like it it's Man City are slowly crawling up the table when everyone's been talking about United and Liverpool. That that you know, for me, Man City. I think Man City are the most versatile team in the Premier League. I, I think in, injuries could do no harm to them. And we're talking about this the club which basically made James Milner. Yeah. So he's the epitome of versatility. So yeah, I think uh, City would do pretty well this season too. That's and really as, well put. Like as long as Pep is there, I think they will, they will overcome. Like like you said, even though they have injuries in centre back and in striker, they are very versatile with the players they have. and they're working out you know a way to win games and that too in style mm-hmm. so like moving on from man city we'll talk about a team that we touted as you know one of the front runners who's going to probably finish third place in the league or somewhere thereabouts chelsea they have had a pretty pretty bad run of form they saw themselves slip from first place to god knows where they are now ninth yeah, I mean, ninth is, position that is arsenal and that they don't arsenal have any games in hand they are arsenal stuck in ninth position <laughs> and arsenal are just yeah arsenal <laughs> believe it or They're not two are yeah, just arsenal two had, points had a good uh, run of form but talking about chelsea wow. right uh, yeah like like you said experience is what makes manchester city and that 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 
the gulf of difference between chelsea and city was pretty evident in that 3-0 thrashing of by city and yeah i mean that was that was uh, that that was what like 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 how adil put it right that experience uh, lampard yeah and we can see how lampard from being such a great position with chelsea uh, now the problems with his you know decision making are just being exposed like we can see the glaring mistakes like first of all who places or plays his players out of position like that like why is timo werner not performing well um well a case could be made that he's playing in yeah. the wing almost all the time and that's not his natural position what about kai havertz he's also playing in like different different positions whenever he is playing and even the son of mason <laughs> i mean the son of frank lampard mason mount he's not even like what is wrong with this chelsea team so many different things but ultimately i think it is down to that experience and it is down to yeah, i think his, I, i think he know, has too many players that he to wants to play at the same time he wants to play um tammy abraham kai havertz he wants to play uh, werner he wants to play mason mount he wants to play uh can you believe that in a team where you have timo werner jerud is outperforming him ravi there's this proverb in tamil that cause that that says that alavukamidi amrutamum veshonu solvanga like it means that too much uh, of a good thing is know, also bad even elixir too much of a good thing more than bad, what's yeah. required but i mean i don't think that's the case here exactly. right? i think the good things are not being used so to I, used in, a, in the right way i mean like like no first of all la- yeah first of all lampard is spoiled of choices and uh, uh, the second point i have to say is uh, the key players the core players in chelsea they are not performing at all you know uh, you take a player you play him out of position he does his best he doesn't turn invincible invisible so you see werner werner there have been a few games where he where he played in the left wing in rb leipzig and even germany he's kind of a player who goes you know who drips wide so i think that is one of one aspect of his game which lampard obviously thought he could exploit seeing that they have tammy or uh, you know jiru in the center but certain decisions i think a, a few games back he uh, he subbed in uh, kai havertz instead of uh, jiru to win a game uh, you know uh, having a threat of jiru he subbed in kai havertz instead of him so i personally in my opinion i think lampard i think he might lack the wisdom you know, due to his experience about when and what to bring in he's been experimenting with the squad and i think this experiments you know, might prove more costly seeing that abramovich is in charge and uh, oh, he's yeah. used to you know sacking managers like flies i think the, yeah. the second chelsea <laughs> drop below arsenal and i think that is a huge possibility no abramovich I, I, I is hope just going to pull the trigger because like, like you know have you seen so many examples with like you know there is a reason why you keep uh, a specific manager unless unless there's something really wrong fundamentally there's a reason why you keep a manager uh for a bit longer because like how hasn hutl right uh sadampton weren't that great with hasnton uh, first one, one half like the, yeah see uh see kaushik see, no uh, kaushik sorry, sorry to interrupt you but i think that analogy itself is pretty you know no, but like not, even you take, take the example of uh, manchester chelsea. united right chelsea's uh, ole wasn't doing very hmm. well with that united team but like they stuck with him 
Yeah, but before Ole, they were like changing. Yeah, managers. I think they did the right thing by keeping Ole for a longer period of time. Like they would see, give uh, Van Gaal one see. year, Moyes one year, Mourinho two years. See, talking like, about Chelsea, see if you look back, that model actually works. You know when Roberto Martinez and these type of you know managerial sackings and you bring in new managers. It's an immediate bounce for the club, and since the role, since the mo- the model of Chelsea Football Club has been, you know, pretty successful in that sense, I don't think, uh, you know, Abramovich would be wrong to sack Lampard in the coming sense. I mean, it's an investment of two hundred million, and uh, uh, Lampard is looking to experiment. So, like, squad. just think about I it, think right? Like when you get when you get a new when you, uh, sorry, think about it, like line. when you get a new squad, a new manager, you have to spend more money to get new players. Like, uh, think about Arsenal example. Okay, um, just or maybe we can, you know, uh, take take the example of uh, even Pep. I mean, he completely reformatted the team, gave took some time, and then made uh, made you know got some success for the team. Arteta isn't that. But you can't you can't compare Lampard with Pep. Yeah, Pep exactly, had a but, had a lineage no, of like great teams. Lampard is See, out of the blue from Derby County, Chelsea. Like, nah. I think I honestly feel that Lampard is out of his depth. Like, this is. See, I think it's it's up to the board and it's up to Abrahamovich and the board of directors what they see fit. I don't think yeah, they'll but, uh, they'll be giving him any chances to prove himself because uh, you know they have such a major in- investment and they have you can, you can pretty decent managers in the market right now. It's similar to how uh, they have, uh, uh, Tickel, uh, Ole they have, is also in United, right? He didn't have extreme manager uh, uh, coaching experience. He coached in uh, Norway for Molde, and he, I, I think that's the biggest one of the biggest teams he coached, and he got, he came straight to the Premier League. It didn't prove for yeah. like. What one and a half years, and then it's slowly building up, right? I think. Yeah, but like Adil said, yeah. right? That's the business model with what Abramovich goes with, and it's been working for Chelsea so far. So I don't think uh, he'll be changing it. And I and given the performances that Lampard has had, I strongly feel that from a position of power, first place, all right. And this is like. Towards the middle portion of the season, yeah. when you're first place, now, the now you're on. languishing in ninth. When you're nah. when you're like halfway that, through that the is, season, that's too big. The pressure's on. Uh, he's looking. I think his head's in the lion's mouth. I mean, Lampard really needs to pull something Talking. out of the hat right now. Yeah, for sure. But another manager who has pulled results out of the hat is definitely Arteta, especially against Chelsea. That was a Chelsea really good game. Everyone I was, thought. Oh my! I was, everyone. I was actually pretty happy. Everyone for thought Chelsea Arteta was going to win that game. It was, it was a really good game to see. Like you know, uh, I think Emil Smith Rowe uh, scored a goal in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think he assist, assisted. I'm not sure. I think already scored. I'm not sure about that. But he he has been immense for Arteta. I mean, yeah. they wanted someone creative going forward, and uh, we'll see if he can fill uh, those big boots of Ozil. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was a granite Xhaka goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! What a goal! That yeah, the free kick. Yeah. What a goal. Arsenal fan TV, you know. <laughs> that that that, that granite Xhaka goal was in, oh, like man, what a, a really what a moment goal, that was. I think you know. Um, I think the only reason Arteta wasn't probably kicked out very soon and fans aren't hating on him is because he won them two trophies by the end of the last season, and uh, he they know that there's 
No, I think a lot of fans wanted Arteta out before. Yeah, like, but I don't think it was. Off. I'm pretty sure. Like a lot of. Yeah, but like, nah, I think he's out you know them. there was there was probably very strong reason for him for him to still stay at the club because I don't think it was uh, Arteta's. mistake that arsenal were playing really bad i think he had the players i think the players weren't like you know you 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 would expect obamang to be topping the charts right now how many goals has he scored okay le- let me tell you something let me tell you something guys if arteta fa cup and the community shield are only there do you think he would still be in his job right now i mean it's still a trophy Bro, it's still a trophy no <laughs> no fa cup if he if he hadn't won Yeah, if he no, you won't. You he won't yeah. get qualified okay, yeah, for the community yeah, yeah, if he hadn't won the FA Cup. Okay, yeah, but yes, yeah. So if he didn't no. win the com- FA Cup, would you think he'd still be in his job right now? Or not I right now. So. Uh, a few, a few game weeks I back, so. you know, when they have been, they were in a dire form. I think yeah, he would be. Why? Because Arsenal are not in a position to get any other manager. Like if they had sacked Arteta, yeah. No, but if who is like as in in a, in a, a, a final. as in in a financial sense or uh... no in in a dude this is arsenal and they're doing pretty bad and they have been doing pretty bad for a while now and who are the players over there uh, an ozil who's running yeah, his I contract think... down until today um uh aging players like obameyang lacazette who was not performing at the time uh well then only the only bright sparks were Gab, uh, martinelli and bukayo saka Uh, and it's i would say it's because of arteta that um, like gabriel the new center back who's uh, performing quite well uh, he's coming and um, yeah they wouldn't of course, thomas they wouldn't partey, have yeah, got like, thomas partey thomas partey i think now he's injured he hasn't played i don't think yeah that's probably true as well but i think gabriel would have would have come but that's the thing i i think the biggest problem with arsenal is if they let yeah. arteta go who is going to come for that job because the next manager that comes <laughs> if it's someone like tony pulis or big sam or someone like that then then it's like yeah yeah okay no, arsenal no, no. are now this type of team and look at their players they're either aging or not performing really well it, they're very inconsistent also the last game that they played they drew oh, but nil nil against crystal palace at home yeah but i, I think it's, it's that stage where you know i all of arsenal fans and uh, football uh, the arsenal squad in itself know that there's going to be big change because they have spent a lot of money on a new manager and they are going to spend a lot of money on getting a lot of a uh, dif- uh, you know different players as well and they spent a lot of money on Aubameyang's contract so they know that and <laughs> and Williams contract and Williams <laughs> yeah so that was a question that was that was very uh, you know uh, uh, very uh, strange you know playing Williams for so long he hadn't i think there was a stat where he hadn't taken a shot or uh, a successful cross Or, or a shot on target for like some six or seven games, and you're still playing. I think Pepe is a bit more, you know, you know, like uh, he's 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 more like dynamite. He 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 explodes at the right time, and probably gets a goal here or there. But Villian wasn't even doing that. Um, I don't know. Villian was prob. I think the uh, no. I think in this Arsenal squad, I think the player who makes it tick. Have you heard? No, we're looking at. A team in which the left back Bellerin. is the best player and makes everyone oh. sick. Bro, Andy <laughs> Robertson, all right. Put some respect on his name. 
But yeah, I think the left back and the right back, like Bellerin also has been playing really well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, but Tierney has been, Tierney has been inconsistent. What a goal. Yo, Not Tierney's Chelsea, goal yeah, it was Chelsea? Uh, against uh, West Brom, I think. Oh my god. <laughs> ah, West Brom, West Brom. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he destroyed that what? defense. That was he whacked really it in with his weak really foot. Goal. And, um, yeah, so slowly, yeah, the right players getting into form at the right time. I think they badly need Aubameyang to at least get a, a goal involvement a game if not at least a goal at least a goal involvement a game or at least a key, a key yeah. pass because uh, that's one spot that he's taking up that could probably go to a better player and he's taking up that spot because he has a contract probably stating that he should play all premier league games hope yeah yeah he's the yeah, next goal I, I, I hope that basically. he doesn't become because i, mean, I was really be. a big fan of Obamang, even during his Dortmund days, and you know, um, like I, the, the flair, the the, the flair that he has, right? It's, no, it's really player? nice to see a player. It's the, the player, you know. Um, exactly. And like when he yeah. came into Arsenal and he was scoring goals left, right, and centre till the end of last season, and then seeing him lift the cup and all, I think it was just going to like kill. I don't know about you guys, but. Uh... I don't know about you guys, but I would love to see another, yeah, another like, double front. It's, it's very sad to see yeah. him in this form. Uh, but is it just the fact that, you know, uh, 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 it's, it's, it's like sort of uh, complacency after signing a big contract. Oh, I, 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 I'm earning a lot right now. Why do no, players no, no, no. become like it's, that? It's been from the start time, of right? this season. Until like, the end of season, one last season he was insane. Like he's been, he yeah. scored so many goals. Like till the till the Community Shield also. You think he scored the winner in Community Shield? And uh, uh, since the start of this season, uh, it's all been downhill. I think he scored on the opening day, and then one goal uh, somewhere later. I think the yeah, penalty uh, against United, uh, and that's it. That was that. With that. See Kaushik, uh, I don't think uh, I don't think Aubameyang is kind of a player, you know, who lets a contract get into his head, you know, a shiny new contract get into his head. So uh, I think there are other major factors, you know, uh, that is being involved in his poor form. I think first yeah. of all is his lack of he's service and his position. I mean, he has been playing left to wing. That's not his natural position, first of all. Ozil, because Danny Sabayas is probably not going to stay out permanently. And uh, they probably need a really good centre-back again. I mean, Gabriel is there. Rob Holding is there. David Luiz is getting older. And I don't know if he's going to get... <laughs> Did you know there's yeah. this guy called Socrates Papastopoulos <laughs> who was pretty good back oh, in the day? He, I think he's... You know where wait, he's isn't playing? he like going... He, he left. No, no, no. You know where he's been I playing? he left. No, no, no. He's been playing for the under-23s for Arsenal. He hasn't played for the first team in months. Yeah, I thought he got transferred. And I thought he got transferred into another team uh, this season. No, 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 no. He's been playing for the under-23s for Arsenal. And oh, he hasn't yeah. played for the first team in months. And he's been... You know how I found out? Oh. I found out because we're being linked with him. Like, apparently, oh, Arsenal Liverpool. has offered uh, Socrates Papastopoulos to Liverpool to bolster their squad. When I saw the word bolster and uh, Socrates... <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, sentence, but they like, need yeah, a defender. Thanks, I mean, uh, Socrates <laughs> take, is good enough. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yo, uh, Naveen, uh, to be honest, Liverpool have been known to make, uh, you know, gold out of bronze. So, 
so i wouldn't yeah, be too yeah, worried yeah. about that man uh, when you touched on that subject of ozil right ozil i don't know he's been such a conundrum such a problem for emery for arteta for arsenal in fact um and him leaving i think is just i don't know i i think it's like both parties will be happy i guess in a way because he's been left out of the squad he hasn't been playing so i guess now this is his opportunity to go to a different country get a fresh start and like just play some football man i mean the guys on twitter half the time like get off play <laughs> I mean, he he did get into you know many controversies, so you know we wish him all the best. And it, and it'd be pretty nice to see um, the OG Real Madrid. Yeah, uh, Arsenal uh, second, second season and what a silky player he was. La- uh, second last season so, in uh, Madrid. Wow. He was he was phenomenal. He was so good. Bring back old Mesut. Well, I think we have to talk about the the other side of London. um obviously spurs ah there's such a such a topic spurs mourinho we we can't stop talking about the guy but the thing about spurs is they were going so well with that 6-1 defeat um <laughs> that they gave man united but then <laughs> no but yeah i think it's 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 they're slowly inconsistent they're drawing games they're they're drawing the odd game they're Do you think it's Mourinho football catching up to Spurs? It's 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 becoming such a meme right now. Uh, they score one, they they hold back, yeah, and they park the plane, and somehow unlucky or I don't know what to call it, but they they they, they seem to you know concede at the end. Uh, I don't know if it's bad game management or it's just bad mentality or some people might prefer calling it anti football, but I don't know. There's something going wrong uh, in that Spurs team. I I well, really really second failed. season on in Spurs. So this is supposed to be their best season, right? I, I mean, FA Cup trophy, one trophy might you know, one you know, earning one trophy in Spurs standards can be the best season ever. So actually, yeah. They Yeah, and 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 you uh, never know. Long while. So they are in the semis uh, for the cups so, and Mourinho has never lost a cup game. Or a cup final, or a cup semi-final, or something like that. Oh, they are in the final. So yeah, uh, Mourinho has never oh, lost a finals. cup final. Yeah. Yeah. Players like Son and Kane. But I think they, they have a good chance good of winning the cup. Um, assisting each other. Yeah, we'll we'll see how they progress. I think yeah, that Mourinho will end up winning some silverware for for Tottenham. I think it's. Um, it's uh, grand, it's for sure happening, like some silverware. But the Premier League, nah, I think they've fallen off. Uh, I don't a, think they're, they're going to. There is six points guys. off, right? I mean, and them getting top four they're, will they're be the priority. So could be there is six points off. I mean, they're two points behind Everton, but but anyways, like talking about the other teams, uh, Aston Villa, they still have two games on hand and they're on twenty six points. Uh, so don't write them off yet. And they're st- they're on eighth place. uh chelsea yeah we saw they were behind aston villa west ham i mean top of the season after the first half getting done i mean that's that's a win win for moyes i guess um going out from the uh, premier league to bundesliga we are, are we seeing a shift a change of power here you know bayern losing two games in a row uh they are out of the dfb pokal uh and uh, abi leipzig 
playing very strong football along with Borussia Dortmund does <laughs> no i don't think no 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 i think like bayern munich are going to retain the title i can say that with complete confidence because they have this they they like back. the terminator man like they just keep going <laughs> yeah they'll be back they're, they're fine okay the dfb pokal they lost fine they have more concentration on the more important games like the the premier league i mean uh, the bundesliga and the champions league we know how good bayern are that I, uh, i think this is just it's going to be piece of cake probably for them but i think the other teams are putting up a fight it's not it's not like the bayern yeah, yeah. of old where they're 15 points <laughs> on top uh, away from yeah like, so they're on top with uh, two points uh, ahead of uh, rb leipzig um and uh, with the game in hand rb leipzig also with the game in hand bayer leverkusen uh, four points behind and borussia dortmund down in fifth place uh, five points behind the lead Um, so basically, no. Um, I told you Dortmund yeah, are going to fall off. Da- I told you ba- Dortmund are twenty-eight points and Munich with twenty thirty-three. But yeah, I think the injury of Haaland, I think, you know, sort of uh, slowed them down a bit. Yeah, yeah they, are, they also, they also sacked, slacked uh, Zach Lucien Favre and Edin Terzic. If I'm pronouncing it right, is the interim manager for now. not much in the bundesliga ha- happening other than bayern slowly losing a few games but yeah i mean tactically seeing also bayern are like leaking goals i think they they came down from 2-0 to defeat uh, bayern's 5-2 um and uh, yeah first third that is the defense um, they're leaking a lot of goals uh, sula is not in his best form david alava who is playing center back is um constantly probably distracted by the transfer rumors that he's having to deal with uh probably might join madrid in the summer i mean i think it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big work. mistake if bayern munich let him go for a very small fee or if, even if they let him go in the first place Yeah that's pretty much Bundesliga Schalke still in the relegation zone I'm so surprised to see them there but I think they finally won a game they did win a g- oh, they, yeah, did, they, they did, did win they one did, game they did win one uh, surprisingly uh, <laughs> yeah they're outperforming Sheffield wow and uh, yeah uh, Kolasinac joined them on a uh, half season loan like, and uh, yeah Kolasinac is captaining the seat so back to his former club I think some sort of momentum they build up and probably they'll be out of the relegation zone you don't want to see schalke uh, in the bundesliga too so uh, la liga atletico still yeah. killing it um the thing is they're four points ahead with two games in hand <laughs> wow what a position to be in right especially like with a scorer like suarez in your team like displacing diego costa a uh, team having jao felix and so much like there's so there is talent in that team uh, and like they're showing it with uh, how they're performing in the league so far taking advantage of the inconsistencies of real madrid and barcelona like they're pretty much not performing to standards whereas atletico they're just picking off every team they're playing and it's it's pretty nice to see their the the where they're doing things i mean they did 
you know it's hard to believe it's hard to believe they have considered wow. only two open play goals in the season no oh, we are yeah. halfway through the season now this they have just considered and they just signed uh, Musa talk Dembele about an absolute defense guys come on um, i think um, just with with two players uh, the two games player. in hand and maybe like after the last episode while talking about uh, uh, barcelona maybe not finding it, finding it very difficult to cope up in this in this specific la liga season i think uh, they slowly are picking up the pace messi is back to his usual best pedri is playing so well yeah but yeah griezmann is getting the odd goal in moment continuously but young is also scoring a lot of goals It, you know it's kind of funny that you know the spanish board you know they tried their level best to come up with the el clasico final you know, for the viewerships for the broadcast and then uh, atletic uh, went and uh, you know they pulled a sneaky one on real madrid and uh, <laughs> robbing us of an el clasico final ah uh, yeah so props yeah. to them props to them and uh, we'll see what happens next uh, barcelona mean, won the won the game on semi final on penalties yeah Yeah, yeah, they won the uh, on penalties. I mean, just taken. I think we should not have to watch. So, aside from uh, the top of the the table, they've kind of uh, you know gone down a bit. Uh, they've they've they are now eleven points off the top of the table. But I think they have a game in. No, they don't yeah. have a game in hand. They actually played an uh, extra guess game. Guess who's in fourth place? Guess who's in fourth so, place and seriously, uh, hoping that he was in fourth place with another team like last season. Villarreal are on fourth place. <laughs> yeah, uh, Unai Emery is in Villa, fourth Villa. place with Villarreal, and I think uh, uh, Oryx ah. oh, oh, uh, no, overperforming with that uh, Villarreal team and. I I wouldn't say overperforming. I I really think that certain managers they are good in certain leagues, and it's not it's not a question of you know a language barrier or anything because he was doing well with PSG as well. Um, I mean, he was a he was a trophy magnet. I mean, talk about his La Liga days or his PSG days. Yeah, uh, the man was a trophy magnet. So you know the scenario and uh, yeah, there are there are these factors that have to you know the stars need to align. Unfortunately, the stars in a line for him back at all. Like we never but talk about well league gun, but I think we are going to talk about league gun in this episode. I think we have to talk about league gun. Like PC are not on top. Mon Leon are on top. We're seeing as though. Wow, <laughs> that, that is, is news, news for me. you indeed. Um, uh, in league gun, PSG are not on top. Uh, that is part of the reason why tukul was uh, uh tukul was sacked um but yeah they are second but i think when they were sacked he was when he was sacked he was in fourth and pochettino comes in a week after he wins uh, um the what, what's what's that cup called i think it's in french <laughs> and i don't think <laughs> any of us at that grade I think it's called yeah, Champione Champione de France or something. Mauricio Pochettino like Champions ah. of France. I, mean, I think that's the way. They won but at least at least uh, and after two basically games, Pochettino and, has but won having done after, after 7 years <laughs> Tottenham. So Tottenham fans must be like the saddest gun but wow. fans right now after seeing Pochettino and PSG. 
no but but you know look uh, on the on the other side yeah. watson did get you know covid after winning the trophy so that puts uh-huh. that he has one covid per <laughs> trophy so that's the story so, from league guys right. covid to trophy ratio is one is to one a big thing different but not much actually psg are not on top leon are on top yeah i think yeah. psg will crawl back don't... for sure like it's very temporary yeah. i mean i think psg yeah. will find their feet um yeah. but um, finally um we haven't uh, seen too many champions league games but we have seen champions league fixtures barcelona are going to play paris saint germain so that's going to be a good one pochettino uh, again yeah when liverpool are playing rb leipzig yeah <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare to me, bro. <laughs> Why? Because Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool can win, or because RB Leipzig, Leipzig like beat your ass, like or beat United? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, my answer depends on tomorrow. <laughs> if we beat you guys, I'll be also Liverpool. And if you beat me, yeah. So uh, I'm going for RB Leipzig. Atletico versus Chelsea, Juventus, Porto, Sevilla, Dortmund, Lazio, Bayern. Atlanta Madrid and Gladbach Man City. So uh, the game I think of the of the round is probably Atletico Chelsea and uh, Barcelona Paris. Other I think that's the game. Really? Of the round. What do you really think? Really coach, that's going to be the game of the round. <laughs> okay. Uh we'll see. I mean, uh you never know yeah, the game Chelsea of the round. That's what I'm saying. That's the I mean, I have my doubts, but uh, yeah, we'll see. On, on the day, anyway. Any Dude, I think I think Atletico will. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's the two Chelsea, big teams, bro. and like it's a big fixture. <laughs> Bruh, Chel- Atletico are top of the table. Two, yeah. And Chelsea went from top of the table to ninth place faster than you can say Hachu. But like, I'm not even kidding. Sevilla Dortmund is probably going to be interesting. Um, For sure. That's a very evenly matched. No, no to uh, to actually uh, one, uh, one announcement guys to the viewers who are listening is just playful banter. <laughs> so there's no uh, you know propaganda yeah, against this is, Chelsea. This is directed yeah, this yeah, is directed to So just a disclaimer for yeah, you but, guys. Yeah, but but specifically <laughs> not to those Chelsea, Chelsea fans who are also Barcelona fans. You you guys can rot in the the seventh hole of hell. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I know who that's for, but okay. Um, but we're digressing. I think we know the fixtures, the the ones to look out for. I think every fixture is like quite good. Yeah, I think every fixture is pretty good in the Champions League. Um, uh, just a quick note: we'll uh, look at the Syria, Syria, Juventus are creeping up on AC Milan so slowly but surely. AC Milan, Zlatan being immortal. He's just yeah, we're just talking. We're just man just saying doing Syria, absurd Milan, things at Zlatan the age of what? Yeah, 50? that's it. That's all that's happening in Syria. Zlatan got injured and then came back. And uh, AC Milan, I think, have a really good player in the Rafael Leo. Uh, did you see that that solo goal that he scored, triple goal? I think it was a really good goal that he scored. I think he triple passed uh, a lot of players and he scored a goal. I'm not really sure when. But uh, he he's been scoring a lot, uh, the odd goal here and there for AC Milan uh, recently. Looks like a real talent. And Juventus did defeat them, but still they are on top. Uh, and hopefully we'll stay there. I don't want Juventus to win again, please. But uh, in the meantime, Ronaldo has been scoring in scoring insane goals. Uh, and Air Ronaldo, did you see that goal? <laughs> the one I think. 
in the end the 90 plus air ronaldo there's nothing new man we all know how ronaldo can just levitate in the air for like how much time he wants to he's he's just he's he's also not slowing down man like it's i mean he is getting older but like his numbers they're just constant he's that performance is, freaks uh, of nature basically probably with that air ronaldo i mean it'll be a long time it'll be a long time uh, you know uh, unless another player you know matches his longevity yeah and ronaldo's longevity i think will be a return in legend and he's in messi's obviously so yeah, uh, we'll see the up and new the newcomers the fatties your talents uh, we'll see I what think, happens yeah, to them uh, can support it we've names? talked about the biggest few leagues that we can talk about and uh, we've said our things and Aaron Ronaldo did his jump and <laughs> and the deeds been done for today uh, oh our fantasy football uh, league uh, just a small word on that um press f for football league uh, akil d my classmate from school blues fc at least the, the 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 fake blues fc is doing pretty well here at least <laughs> and yeah so he's leading on top with 1165 points oh and adil your third with 1098 uh, pretty far behind but yeah oh zil hai mush ahead of me yeah well ahead of you bro <laughs> Yeah, let's let's just not I'm, talk I'm about pretty, where I'm I am. I'm pretty decent. I'm like in the top so, half, dude. Like I'm seven like, <laughs> out of sixteen. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, okay. Speak for speak for yourself. Yeah. yeah, you know, a few of my captaincy choice uh, haven't yeah, been up but, to par, uh, you know, on par with the others. I mean, I did made a, a few, I did make a few punts, you know, that didn't reward me too well. Yeah. So you know, as Anyways, say, it's not a yeah, sprint, uh, it's a marathon. This should uh, come see, uh, at the end of the season. an ending of the episode if you listened up till here thank you very much uh this this episode will be out on spotify youtube and so many other platforms i don't even know i can't even say uh but all major podcast platforms and youtube uh thank you if you listened up till here uh, please do like comment share subscribe navin is there anything else i should say uh you should yeah. say thanks for Adil, listening thanks for joining um hopefully man united season was goes really well and hopefully navin's thank you kaushik thank you navin thank you guys for uh, having me you guys are doing a wonderful job here and uh, yep. i look forward to your podcast see you guys you've been all the best yep and uh, <laughs> i'll probably win the yeah. soon okay back to you best yeah, of luck to that yeah. and Thank you viewers see you next time are you guys